0: Mm, I see the way I see it, too, is imagine if you felt, you know, I'm just saying for bikini, because we all want bigger delts, bigger glutes, smaller waist. Imagine you actually Photoshop and do those things to yourself. And then one day you actually grow over time and achieve that on your own. And then you no longer have to Photoshop. Like, wouldn't I don't know. I just think that would mentally mess with me. I look the same as I look the same as I did before when I Photoshopped.
1: ladies
2: hello hello again
1: hello again um, hi everybody and welcome to episode 24 of the overall package podcast um, today we are talking about instagram versus reality <laughs> this is gonna be a good one fun like i think it'll be like a fun one
0: yes it could yes. go many places we'll see we'll see yeah
1: um, but first, how is everyone doing? It's right. a birthday soon, right? Ooh, yes. yes. <laughs> Happy so birthday, ashes. Ash. Yeah, Thank you. her birthday tomorrow. Yeah. So, wait. No. When, by the time you're listening to this, one week ago.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tell yep. us about your birthday
2: plans. The big 2 28 <laughs> um I'm going to head to the city and we're gonna go to a hockey game and go for like a nice dinner and that's on the weekend so tomorrow (laughs) I don't really know what I'm doing I'm like working a bunch and then yeah I think I'm gonna go get a pedicure um yes
1: you are (laughs) and then I don't know just hang out nothing crazy I'm like are you getting like a dozen fancy donuts again or something you know, I actually hadn't thought about that, but maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so donuts over cake all day, right?
2: Ooh, yeah, I honestly hadn't even thought about like any of the treats or anything, but the donuts seem like a good idea. So I might do that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how was your guys weekend? You guys had a fun one. Yeah, Allison, you should
0: talk about. Yeah, because your athlete was competing and killed it.
1: Yes, that is so true. So Gabby and I, um, volunteered at the Lee Brands muscle classic fun fact. It was my first show exactly six years ago. Oh uh... so, yeah. Six years and 12 shows ago. So that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, we did the trophy presenting with Rhoda actually. Um, and so, yeah, that was really, really fun. And, um, I'm very tired. I don't know about you, but I, I am exhausted from it. I always get like very, very overstimulated from the crowd. But yeah, I had an athlete in it, like a like a coach, uh, coaching athlete. And she won the wellness overall.
0: Amazing. Yeah. yeah, she looked so fantastic.
1: Yeah, thank you. I was so proud of her. I was so excited. Um, I had a feeling she was going to win after prejudging. And I texted her best friend who's in the audience and I was like I think she's gonna win the whole show but don't tell her just you know just in case like um but yeah it was very very cool and her the look on her face was so genuine and like so cute because she's had no idea she was gonna win and then she came backstage and I was like guess who's going to the overall and she's like what does that mean <laughs> so cute yeah That's so exciting. she yeah she did such a great job I was so excited so I got to hand her her trophy and put the tiara on her head and yeah Uh it's a very big day for me as a coach too so yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and then I'm trying to like get some footage of you going and awarding her so that was yeah
1: you got some really cute like behind the scenes pictures and stuff so that was so cute doing
0: my best you know yeah. But yeah, that was a special moment to for you to be there and to give her those awards too so yeah. it's always on an honor when we get to present awards because you know the athletes are all like some of them they've never stepped on stage and other ones are well seasoned but everyone's obviously so excited because it's their show day and you kind of get to live that with them so definitely sparked me and made me want want to push myself a lot harder in my prep so I'm super glad that I was able to be there and yeah just genuinely thanks to Lee and Dean for promoting that show it's it's awesome
1: yeah it's a really good show that the prizes are awesome um I think after COVID like the show prizes got quite small I think like a lot of companies were just like had more like meager budgets um during covid and some companies like didn't make it and stuff and so yeah now we've got um like shows picking up again and like but yeah dean and lee brandt like they always do really good job with the prize bags but yeah i mean like my athlete walked away with like four duffel bags full of stuff so it was pretty cool crazy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was fun we missed you there ash
2: definitely yeah. next yeah. time next time i know i ended up in the city anyways which was kind of crazy
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's funny that you ended up being there anyway but it's okay it's your birthday weekend but yeah we'll be presenting in a month from now yes, all three us so together excited to... for.
0: yes and yeah, then i'll be my birthday good. weekend at van L showdown
1: yeah i know and then we're going to present on my birthday weekend the <laughs> vancouver championships in the <laughs> summer too
2: yeah that would be really good actually so exciting
1: yeah I uh I like I know that Gabby you're in prep and I'm like oh summer's coming so anyway I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna have to start I I just I I think I want to start prep now like I watch the show (laughs) and then I'm like I want to do it you know
0: I was thinking of that I was like saying to myself if Ash is going to To be presenting with us next show, you got to be really careful because you're gonna want to jump back into prep.
1: I know, like you forget,
0: yeah. Get there and
1: you like see it, and you're just like, I want to do it. I want to do that. I want to win.
0: (laughs) Just smelling the tan, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's more so like watching the judging happening. Mm -hmm. I'm just like picturing myself in like the center spot, like crushing everyone. (laughs) <laughs> hoping that happens so competitive. So I just like I know I just I just want to do it I just want to get up there and I want to win a show you know
0: and so. I'm just there like literally smelling all the athletes tan that's on my hands from holding their hands in the air I'm like ah what is it my
1: <laughs> oh you're 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 already looking leaner I can already see the breath you are. happening you you know? Know? Yeah, and I saw
2: your check-in it looks happening. so good
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: no, it's. I, so I lost a couple of pounds in my first week of cleaning my shit up too which was <laughs> nice it's very rewarding <laughs> it is obviously it's like just like water weight from like eating like shit so
1: <laughs> it feels nice <laughs> It's I, tough. Saw my, I saw my coach at the show and he's like how's it going and i'm like this week was the three and he's like oh i'm sure it was fine i was like no this week was a three, like three out of three. Like, (laughs) I don't know when my client, like whenever I have my client in peak week, like I'm more nervous than when I'm in peak week. And I just like, I just like fall apart, like in a good way, like I'm organized and everything, but I'm just like so much more nervous for them. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I just was, I forgot to eat like most of show day and then didn't pack anything with me. And then like, like, sorry, coach, but it's all good it happens it does happen i'm motivated now though okay um so what are we talking about instagram versus reality mhm
0: i wonder just right off the bat do you guys have any like what's your biggest pet peeve like about instagram like just versus reality anything that stands out like that you see on Instagram or just online and you're just like, okay, come on.
2: I think it's the insane amount of like Photoshop that some people, especially some people that like we've seen in person, like local people too. Mm. I just find it's like, that's my biggest pet peeve when it's like, why? Like, why are you (laughs) making your butt that big? (laughs) Like girl.
1: Are, is she making, are they making the butt big or are they making the waist small or both? Both. Yeah.
2: But it's like, if you're going to Photoshop, just do a good job at it. You know what I mean? It's is the bad we're Photoshop. Promoting on here? Let's, let's not even promote that. But if you're <laughs> yes, going yes, to hear. do it, at least make it good. Like <laughs> when it's so incredibly bad that like everything's warped around it. I think that's my biggest pet peeve. You're,
1: the standing of in front of, you're standing in front of like, a, like a, a railing with like vertical poles and then they're literally like swirled in at your waist
2: yeah, yeah. it's crazy I mean we but, see it you know yeah I'm like I don't know man with goob out there you don't want to be caught
0: <laughs> yeah I was gonna say that okay, I, I yeah. honestly, I honestly never saw it before and it's maybe because I I'm unfortunately one of those people that looks for the good in the whole world and that screwed me over lots in my life. But I just, after Goob and other people calling out different influencers and people that have thousands and thousands and millions of followers, I I started looking now and it's there. Like, it's
1: noticeable. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I have like one singular pet peeve outside of like, like for Instagram versus reality in terms of like a visual thing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's a few, but maybe it's just that like everyone looks the same and it's partially filters, but it's also partially like the culture mm-hmm. that, that Instagram like kind of fosters like the same like just the same the same lip injections the same hair color the same whatever I mean I've had my lips done like I'm not whatever I've get my hair done like all these things like but it's just there's a lot of like the sameness and it's hard to I don't know I'm not sure I
0: think we should but, just, yeah, like dive more into it because there's a lot to talk about. Oh, there's so much. But I, I hear I gonna, what you're saying.
2: Yeah, but we're going to talk about this from like a competitor standpoint, right?
1: Yeah, both. Yeah, there's like a few other things too. Like, yeah, yeah. Mostly from like, yeah, mostly like a bodybuilding angle, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like fitness industry slash like competitor angle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because like we... We could go on forever about like a broad spectrum on it. So I think it probably would be best yeah. just to keep it in the bodybuilding yeah. world.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I guess like, yeah, okay. So I guess in the bodybuilding world, I would say not being truthful about how you're actually doing with your fitness progress, whether that's like mentally, physically, emotionally, like, but just your whole journey in general, like people can be like very afraid of really saying like, Hey, I'm struggling right now. Or like I had a bad reverse or I fell off. And like, just they'll, it's just kind of like a facade that they put mm-hmm. on. You know? I
0: understand that. Yeah. I I see it from different sides as well, because yeah. maybe I'm not like, I'm not the biggest Instagram user in the sense of updating people, how it's going all the time and stuff. So maybe it depends on how active you are with sharing your full story. But if you're, say you are someone who shares a lot and wants to seem very transparent, but you are missing or like not including certain struggles that a lot of us probably can relate to, but you don't want to make it seem like that's a part of your life. Then I have an issue with it for people that, you know, don't update all the time. And they're struggling and they're not really sure how to open up about it yet and maybe it's something they'll talk about in the future but they can't talk about at the moment I don't have an issue with that because Instagram it's your choice what you want to post on it at the end of
2: the day yeah I I think that's a good point too like because like lately well, I used to be a really big share on Instagram and I don't know lately I just haven't really felt like it so I think you're right there's a difference between like just choosing not to share something and like me like let's say I I was had a terrible reverse and I think this is maybe what Allison was getting at was if I had a terrible reverse and instead of saying that I was posting about how good my reverse was and like making it like a facade rather than just like maybe not choosing to share it at all I think that is a big difference between those two
1: and I don't necessarily blame the individual people because you never know what someone's going to or what how hard it they're on or off season or anything that's going on in their life is on them it's just there is an aspect of responsibility i find for some people particularly ifbb pros who are active on instagram i wish that they would show more of their off seasons i think mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think that's a good authentically because the pro athletes are the ones most of us are looking up to and they Even just have pros are looking up to pros. Right. And so that yeah. would rather than, you know, regional competitors, you definitely can't blame someone who just had their first show and fell off and they don't want to share that because they're dealing with their feelings. Like, absolutely. That's on them and, you know, take your time and process everything. But yeah. I hear you when you clarify like that. Yes. I want to see pros yeah. sharing their off season. I want to see them sharing their struggles because, you know, it makes us feel validated when we have those struggles too.
1: Yeah. Like Instagram, everybody calls it a highlight reel. And for some people's pages, it really is like some pros just have photo shoot after photo shoot after photo shoot with like dozens of pictures per shoot to choose from. And then they just, every day they can just pick another photo and be like, and put a caption, like love the beach or like, you know like work hard play hard or some and like it'll just have hundreds of comments and thousands of likes and I'm like man you're in the depth of your off season like can we see some like like how is it actually going how you know I just um and I get it like they make their income off of their Instagram and stuff but I just think for people out there like again if somebody's making their income off of Instagram, you have to recognize that that's probably not what their real life looks like, Mm
2: -hmm. you know? I think that just also comes down to like, who are you choosing to follow? Like if that's not the content that you want to see, then don't be following those specific athletes. Cause I know there is some out there that just like, maybe they don't feel comfortable sharing their journey because they don't like this place that they're in you know maybe they're not in a good place mentally due to it too like you never really know what's going on behind the scenes either right yeah it's, it's
1: hard like the
2: pros are like they're just like us except they have pro status right yeah. so I think sometimes we forget that too
1: yeah I don't necessarily blame like any individual person it's more so just that it just is a little bit too bad that that's the culture because Mm -hmm. like so many people out there have a bad reverse and say I've had a bad reverse and when in reality they've had an average reverse that 98% of people have but they call it a bad one because nobody else they never see them Mm -hmm. you know I think
2: at the end of the day like what maybe you're really getting at is just like you wish just people would be more realistic like just be real yeah like not everything does have to be a filtered curated photo shoot picture. Like it would yeah. be nice if we could go back to like like I don't know, like 2015 Instagram. Like how nice would that be?
1: I feel old saying that, but yeah, right.
2: Yeah. So 15. I do agree with.
1: Instagram was great
2: oh my god I know right <laughs> it was great yeah.
0: trying to think I was using it then if it was is for posting like fishing photos I'm gonna be honest. yeah
1: no literally <laughs> but that's what people did they just like <laughs> ate spaghetti today and just take a picture of their like half-eaten spaghetti with like parmesan cheese spilled on the table this really is good hashtag yum like I think know? I started my fitness
2: page in I think it was 2015 when I started my fitness page
1: Mine it was, was so twenty thirteen. I've had Instagram for ten years exactly. Oh my god! Like literally my
2: first Yeah, I yeah I've had Instagram now for I think ten or eleven years. But it was my, I think twenty fifteen when I actually started like a separate one for my fitness, and it was way better than like people were truly just posting their like day to day stuff. And yeah, even YouTube was better than because it wasn't so edited. Like people weren't as good as they are now. You know, with yeah. social media. So it was just like more like oh let's just take a picture of this and like put some Instagram filter on it and a border and let's slap her up there. Oh
1: man! And you would
2: get like two thousand likes on a picture too. Oh, I don't think all all your followers would. Sorry, I've never
1: got two thousand likes on any picture
0: ever.
1: Yeah, same.
2: (laughs) Back in like 2015, when Instagram was like actually good and people who would follow you would actually see your stuff, yeah, I one of my pictures like got on the explore page once and like I was like had one of those moments I was like oh my god this is it (laughs) this is the moment to be an influencer and then obviously it was just that one photo but
1: (laughs) that's so funny
2: (laughs) but yeah I mean I wish that things were more like real like I wish people more like documented things rather than like creating things to share Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah like it's really changed a lot too now even people that have those like candid authentic feeds it's all curated like their candid photos are fake candid photos and they're 100% you know and their pictures of their meals that they eat are not just like you know made a wrap hashtag fitness it's like oh I've gone to at something cafe sipping my at something drink like you know <laughs> tagging with yeah. at someone hashtag use my code like mention my <laughs> name like it's just you can't even just go have a meal anymore you know yeah oh man I don't know I am um, it like I think really with with it being like a highlight reel I don't know I just think people that that go on to anyone's page just need to understand that every single thing you need that you see needs to be taken with a grain of salt like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a hard one it's a hard one to even like pick apart because even like the most authentic people um like you know you get a lot of backlash for being a really authentic person sometimes cuz if you if you do go out and share how you feel and you do go out and like actually share like your real views or your real struggles like there are people out there that are not happy to see it mm-hmm. you know or will disagree with you and stuff so um a lot of times it's you just don't have the energy to fight people and it's easier to just post like you know something Yeah. I don't know. There are a lot of captions that I've written and then not posted because I'm like, I just don't have the energy to deal with any backlash on it. You know? Mm,
0: I see. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you've shared some of your experiences because you've been in this industry for a while and, you know, worked with people, had different friends and it's, it's hard when you, you, you are what I would consider a very authentic person and you are open to speaking your mind. And unfortunately Online, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't want to hear it, and yeah, it's triggering exactly. to them, or they take it personally. And yeah, I think everyone should, you know, be a little more responsible for their words too, whether that's online or in real life. Like things you say can actually yeah. deeply hurt someone.
1: That's a really good yeah. point for Instagram versus reality, yep. because on Instagram, somebody's going to go around screenshotting your stuff and sending it around to people, and. You know, commenting and leaving like nasty comments, but in real life, like, do they, do any of those people have the balls to come and say that to your face? You know, so if you get a bad comment, you should, you should definitely also think about it that way that, like, as if somebody would have the balls to come up to you and say some anything negative in person,
2: you know? I also think like people need to realize that like social media is kind of real life now like we can stop Mm -hmm. pretending that that stuff doesn't matter because it's just on the internet like yeah it is real
1: life
2: yeah yeah so even though it's like there's like physical real life we still have like internet lives too and I think that people really need to realize that your words are going to be hurtful like whether they're in your face or on a screen Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah, so. that's true. That's a good point. Because everyone, like even at the show, like I had girls coming up to me and they're saying like, oh, like, hey, like we listen to your guys' podcasts and stuff and um, which was super cool. So thanks, everyone listening.
2: <laughs> Seriously, um, thank you. But,
1: you know, and I'm like, oh, hey, like, nice to meet you. And they're like, what's your name? And they'd say like, "But, but they're dressed in their like stage outfit. So I can't recognize them. Like a lot of people... <laughs> I'd be like, no, what's your Instagram name? And then they would tell me and be like, oh yeah, okay, hey. And it would take me a minute to put their face to their name because like, first of all, it's hard to just like, if you've never actually met a person in person, but second of all, they're like covered in show tan and makeup and suit and everything. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like it's funny how, at least in the fitness industry at shows, that's kind of where the online world and the real world like collide No, it's so true. Yeah. And
0: then the other part that I wanted to add to that is that a lot of show day, obviously we all know goes by super quickly, right? But your show day is lived on forever through online. Like you get those photos, you pay for those photos, somebody's in the audience, they take photos and you keep posting those and those are in your files forever. And obviously they mean the world to you, right? But I feel like we, we really live our show day online as well, not just a single day, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. yeah that's a good point you're like yeah show day coming coming on in just one day and it's like well not really like yeah because if you didn't have social media it really would just come and go in one day
0: because mm-hmm. I think about that often about you know especially after training at West Coast Iron you know there's a lot of older school bodybuilders there and including some of the owners and I just wonder what it was like before all of this like your show day would be so fleeting obviously you'd pay for stage photos because you don't you're not supposed to take photos. No, everyone has their cell phone taking photos. Yeah. Of you. and How different that experience would be as a competitor, you know? What would that be like? Like, I just think about that sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's so true. That's a good point.
0: I feel like I do a lot more shows because I wouldn't be sitting there with all these photos of myself and the memories and getting, you know, the reward from looking at those. I would just be like, oh, that was a moment. And I want that again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's one of my thoughts. To-
1: It's funny, like, Instagram has really changed the fitness industry, like, in general. Before, like, Instagram was, like, a major thing in the fitness industry, like, you know, 10 years ago, um, people would sign up for, like, a half marathon because they simply wanted to challenge themselves to do something like that, or, like, a Tough mutter, or I'm going to do, like, a boot camp, like... Simply because they wanted to get in shape and they wanted to like commit themselves to something. So they say, you know, I'm going to do a boot camp or I'm going to do a 10K or I'm going to do, you know, like some fitness thing. Or maybe if you did bodybuilding because you knew people that did it. But now, like, like everything about the fitness industry is so different because everyone sees the whole thing online. Like, mm-hmm. There are sponsorships simply for posting on social media. Like there's every workout that people do, they're posting their workout, like outfit, like workout outfit of the day, like every day um, for some people, right? If they have clothing sponsors, like it's no longer just like working out because you want to get in shape. It's like a lot of people, it's like their whole life and their whole identity
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, I don't know if it's a bad thing at all. like no, it's truly what you enjoy. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I I just it's never been entirely my thing and anytime I tried to put myself out there like that, it felt so inauthentic. It made me want to throw up a tiny bit. <laughs> so I know it's not my thing. but um I, I I think that it's special too if there are people that are are doing a great job of it in the sense of, not constantly stuffing sponsors down someone's throat, and being, you know, very genuine and transparent with their journey. That a lot of people can come to want to love bodybuilding because of it and see the ups and downs. Um, because I know when I got into bodybuilding, there weren't too many people sharing the whole aspect of it. Like it felt like I saw a few photos of show day, and I didn't see anything else. And I so I didn't know what it was all about. And now you know, athletes are sharing. All of their meals and lots of training programming, and obviously it's different for everyone. Not everyone should use each other's programming, but um it was great to see that. Just say, "Hey, oh, that's what that could look like for someone who's co- decided to coach themselves." That really helped me out a lot.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. You can there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of information on there now.
0: There's a lot. Yeah, like if you if you didn't understand that you shouldn't follow someone's programming. Some people probably do like you put people put enough information that they, you know, they screenshot it. They probably follow other people's programming all the time. Like there's just too much information now. And it's great that more people can get into bodybuilding and say, Hey, look, this is my friend did this. And this other girl did this. And I want to do this bikini competition too, but it's still, I don't know. I just think that it can, it can, it can go both ways. I don't know. <laughs> it can be dangerous because. Any average gym goer can now decide to do a competition and not have any idea what they're getting into because they just see the glamorous side of the sport. But I also like that people, you know, have access to bodybuilding. It's not as small of a community now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so that's true. You think. can arm yourself a lot better with yeah. a lot more knowledge now. I think mm-hmm. because of Instagram. Yeah, that's really true. That's the other. That's like the flip side. Yeah. Of I mean,
2: when when I first started competing. Um, there was like literally influencers and like fitness influencers like just became a thing. Even so, like it was like just like Page Hathaway with shreds. That was like pretty much it. Oh, and like
1: yes, Page Hathaway and shreds and like yeah, Bill and like I, and Devin re- and all these people. Yeah, like
2: I remember like trying to Google like bikini competitor and like there was literally fucking nothing to go <laughs> off of like at yeah. all. Like, it was, like, crazy. So it's really nice now that there's, like, even, like, threads and communities and, like, groups and stuff like that that, like, people can be in. Like, I'm in, like, a bikini Reddit one. And some, like, there's, like, new competitors on there all the time. And, -hmm. like, there wasn't anything like that when I first started. So it is actually nice that there you can have, like, more of a community now like it was hard to like Mm -hmm. find people beforehand. And now it's just like, now you can find so many people that are into the same kind of thing too. So. Yeah. I I hear you. I think,
0: I think I would have, if I didn't meet the people I met at the time when I got into fitness, I think because of online, I would have eventually done it anyways, but it probably would have been like, yeah, 2020 or even later, like 2021, because That's how slow I am with online things. (laughs) But I yeah, so because I was really fortunate. And I mentioned this, I think, in the first episode when we're talking about, you know, ourselves and how we got into this. But I, I was fortunate to have had a landlord who owned a supplement shop roommate that was, you know, into this lifestyle. I randomly met a competitor from my tiny little town in that supplement shop who told me I should attempt to do this in my life. And it was just yeah, like too small of a world, sort of thing. That if those random occurrences didn't occur, I probably wouldn't have even thought about bodybuilding at the time. So now you you might just be, you know, a gym girl, and you come across any one of your friends could have just jumped into doing a competition, and now yeah, it, it's a spark page in after head.
1: page after page of competition. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's really cool to see the community grow, and I know that I got excited even at the past show from from yesterday, just looking at the true novice classes right because these are competitors that never stepped on stage and they're always huge classes pretty much well for yeah, people, anyways really so it just shows how many more girls are, are really getting into that
1: yeah that's so true oh it's great I love mm-hmm.
0: it definitely um, does have have upsides for sure
1: can we talk about photoshopping of physiques
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I think we should
1: Okay, so. Yeah. Ashley would you like to talk about um your favorite account obviously we are not going to say the account but there is um, <laughs> yeah I mean there's there are some- many like this there are many out there
2: yeah we just we all have one common person that you know we all follow who it's a little it's so far-fetched that you almost have to, like, feel bad for the person, though, that it's, like, I feel bad that you feel like you need to do this, because I, I know this person, I've competed with this person, I've seen this person in person, and it's, like, you have an amazing physique, there's no need, and, like, we all work so incredibly hard, so it's almost sad just to know that people still feel the need to have to do that, mm-hmm. and to to change your photo so much and to look at it and be like, yes, this is, this is what I'm going to post. I just like, it's really hard to, I don't know, see somebody have to feel like they do that, have to feel like they should yeah. do that,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like for the listeners out there, this is, this is like, it's common. It is so common, like to just this Instagram model type of looking Girls that their photos are all photoshopped. Um even if they just bring the waist in slightly and bring the hips out slightly and you know make the chin a little skinnier or make their eyes a little bigger, it could be just like five or 10%. But it's just enough that like every single one of the photos that they do it, but this one account in particular, like this is um someone who's morphing their waist into half of like what it's typical width is and their glutes are like you know one and a half times as big as they actually are and it's almost as if they're doing it to be like a character or like a, like uh I don't know about character but like
0: uh I'm just picturing anime character <laughs>
1: yeah like it's almost like it's like a persona that they've created in a way like if that does that make sense like and
0: of course yeah. I mean we all
1: yeah especially
0: like, competitors everyone has a little bit of dysmorphia here and there but that's where it's even more important to be transparent about it opposed to photoshopping yourself into something that you aren't and making other people think you could be yeah or not because in this case it's very very evident yeah but um I think I my number like, one is still
2: stage shots. Like if you Photoshop your stage shots, dude. Well, it's like we could literally go online and see them. So
0: and or if you're there too in person, you see how that person's looking. Like it's yeah, just exactly I just think you're can you imagine if you know any judge comes across that and they see your photo and they're like, Well, that's not what I saw on that day. <laughs> And guess what? And then that's all I would
1: think about if they ever. That's all
0: I would think about. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, just don't do it. Like, it's simple. If you are not happy with something in the physique that you look at in that photo, you are fully capable of changing it. Because, first of all, if you're a competitor who's made it to stage, you have achieved more than most people ever will, like genuinely. And if you could change your physique to that point that you could get on stage, you can. You can achieve a lot more too. You can make the improvements. Just don't think now.
2: Yeah. And like always ask yourself, is this like is this quarter of an inch really going to be noticeable to somebody else? Like, like, I don't know, just don't feel the need that like somebody isn't going to like your photo the same amount just because you brought your waist in like literally a microscopic amount you know? Because then later down the road, you know, you're scrolling on your own Instagram and you're looking back on all these photos and maybe you've like forget that you have like even photoshopped that photo. Now you like actually think that's you too. Mm. And now you're like have this delusional idea in your head on like what you even look like. And it's going to spiral and continue making body dysmorphia such a worsened thing. Mm,
0: yeah. I see it, or The way I see it too is imagine if you felt, you know, I'm just saying for bikini, because we all want bigger delts, bigger glutes, smaller waist. Imagine you actually Photoshop and do those things to yourself. And then one day you actually grow over time and achieve that on your own. And then you no longer have to Photoshop. Like, wouldn't, I don't know. I just think that would mentally mess with me. I look the same as I look the same as I did before when I Photoshopped. Yeah. (laughs) So you just have to either Photoshop or, or you accept that you look the same. Like,
2: well that's the thing I I think that's like kind of goes hand in hand with like what I just said too because it's like creating such a bad body dysmorphia where it's like your physique is amazing so like you don't need to be photoshopping like there's like top 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 athletes in the world photoshopping their photos and it's like you look absolutely insane so like why are you doing that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's one chick that i just saw she made like a video about how she used to photoshop her photos Mm. and when she looks back at it like all she can think of is how much she hated herself
0: yeah yeah and that's really what i believe you're saying if you feel the need to alter your images and it's
1: like yeah so she'll scroll Uh. through her feed and like she'll be like oh yeah this whole period I just hated my whole appearance like that's Mm -hmm. all that she thought thinks about now it's like how shitty it was and she's like if I had just posted those pictures maybe I'd actually be thinking about the memories in those pictures like oh remember that time I went out with my friends and had a like a really good time and instead she looks at the picture and all she can think about is the fact that she photoshopped her body like Mm -hmm. so yeah It's, um, just don't do it, everyone. Don't Photoshop your bodies and realize that everybody else is probably, no, I'm just joking, not everyone, but like, just be aware that there are a lot of, if something looks fake, it very well could be, you know, but Mm -hmm. also like, I don't know, just, it's hard to say. There are some crazy physiques out there so it's so true like allison testu i remember thinking like how could her body even be real but it is she actually does look like that in real life like she has one of those weird crazy waists, you know
0: i also think that it's good to mention that athletes look or people but especially athletes look a lot different in pictures than they do in real life just because of things like height like oh, I can yeah. never tell how tall certain people are. And then you see them in real life and and it starts to make a little bit more sense. Either they're like really huge or some people are like tiny and they look giant online. And um, yeah, yeah I feel like we could talk more about that. And like, if we talk about genetics and like how muscle insertions look and like why certain yeah. people have genetics, but yeah, I just noticed that like on photos, and you see someone. Oh, yeah. Everyone's.
1: A different height like yeah people will be like oh you're so short i thought you were way taller and i'm like maybe it's just the camera angle when i take my check-ins or something or i thought allison testu was like five eight yeah me too he's like five three five four maybe and tiny
0: but it, it does make sense when you when yeah. you figure it out it's oh okay that makes sense why they you know and I'm, she has crazy genetics too. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it does make sense that she's shorter because she just looks so full all the time. Yeah. When you're I, a taller competitor, it's easy to look a little wiry. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think our next point to talk about was like, kind of physique check-ins and how they look in, on Instagram versus like what you look like on the stage and how it translates to stage particularly like when people are trying to make um predictions for shows or um
2: yeah like we have to remember like when we when we see people's check-ins like they haven't peaked they don't have a tan on the lighting's different the angle might be like spot on who knows maybe they posted it maybe they've edited it you don't know like and I don't mean like photoshop I mean like turn the sharpness up or turn the brightness down like you know what I mean to make the look a different way so you it you can gauge as much as you want but at the end of the day it's like you kind of just have to wait to see what they look Mm -hmm. like on stage to really really judge you know because it's like we've said in all of our prediction episodes like you know like we're always like oh we're judging if they come in at their best because it's like you can look at their checking photos and still not know how they're going to end up on stage
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: and then the other
0: variable too is like actual lighting on show day because I don't know what you guys have you've had like some weird lighting too
2: Mm -hmm. it might I feel like
0: that's another one online you'll watch a show or you'll see photos and you'll be like why does everyone look shitty and it's good to see the lighting from the show like they might look fantastic in person
2: I think it was um Arnold's 2022 or 2021 where they had that weird overhead lighting and then whenever anyone smiled you like they like look like they didn't have teeth it oh everyone-
0: I remember that one show I don't know if it was that one but I do I know what you're talking about
2: yeah and like everyone looked like they were like the joker and it made everyone look really weird and kind of like not conditioned and yeah, yeah. so it was weird
1: oh thank god that wasn't the year I did it <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I think it was like um, a year
1: before
2: that would be very disappointing
0: with your state yeah. shots but um yeah like for show lighting does make a huge difference so you could see someone even with their it, it doesn't always have to like go the other way like you could see someone in their check-ins and say wow they look fantastic they're gonna win and then on show day the lighting's bad you know someone else might look a lot better than them you don't know why and yeah like someone who's way too tight or like w- way too dry might end up looking just perfect and they might look you know kind of watery or not conditioned enough yeah so online lighting lighting matters
1: yeah um yeah is there anything else really instagram versus reality i don't know
2: i think like a main point to make too is just to like remember to be confident in yourself and not to compare yourself and if you're feeling like Mm -hmm. overwhelmed or like you're feeling down on yourself because of the way that you're perceiving other people's lives online just remember a lot of it isn't real and just remember that you never know what's going on behind the screen either and they Mm -hmm. might be looking at your page thinking the exact same thing too so I think we all just need to be like nice to ourselves and and if you're feeling like you need to take a break like take a social media break like
1: yeah yeah like seek out accounts that make you feel better yeah like there was a period when I like last year when I my hormones crashed and I like dieting was like not even in sight for me and I just I'd gained some weight post-show and I just like I couldn't even think about dieting I was like all I have to do right now is like get healthy and like Mm -hmm. let my body get healthy and I like found a bunch of these body positivity accounts they just happen to keep showing up and it's like people that would that were just like showing real bodies like you know like they would just wear cute outfits even if they had you know a little belly roll that stuck over top and I didn't even and after a while I just stopped even like looking at them as a body positivity account and I just started looking at them as human beings and I'm like Mm -hmm. oh that's a cute outfit she's got on and it like her body stopped even being part of what was in my head you hmm. know? and so but it was really helpful like accounts like that are very helpful to just normalize things normalizing cellulite normalizing rolls normalizing stretch marks normalizing you know like you can change what you look at as well yeah um or delete the account to not delete but just like delete the app for a little bit or as well right like if you find that you're getting too sucked into it um or just unfollow or mute accounts that make you yeah feel bad or feel stressed out or if you're over analyzing Mm -hmm. yeah
0: I think to further that too is especially if you're coming up to a show and you are you are nervous for some reason about your physique and you decide to look at a lot of other people who are hashtagging or under the stories of the show right people you'll be competing against. Um, For some people, I know it's motivating and it makes you want to push and say, oh, that person looks fantastic. I'm going to push harder. But I think there can be a huge downside to that too, because it can cause you to not trust your coach, not trust the process, not trust where you're at. So when we talk about things saying like put blinders on means also don't look at other people's social media that are competing with you because it can, yeah, it can really mess with your head. And The crazy part for me is I I've gotten sucked into it before a little bit, not to the point of psyching myself out, but you know, just comparison. And at that show I did, I mean, I play second, so I was very happy with it, but I ended up having people say, Oh, you know, you are the one that people are watching out for. And that never went through my head for a second because I was looking at these other girls. So you might be telling yourself a story and the reality is other competitors are looking at you and saying, Oh my gosh, I have to go up against her. Mm -hmm. So don't count yourself out by just comparing, playing the comparison game. Like if you have to stop looking at that stuff online while you compete, do it. Um, But just know you, you might be the one people are looking out for too.
1: Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm.
2: that Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Overall Package Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. And I'm Astronaut Fit.
1: I'm Allison Ann Fitness.
2: And I'm Gabrielle Folietta. Bye. Awesome.
1: Okay, bye. bye. Stay safe out there on Instagram, guys. <laughs>